Hey there, it's Allison Moore, the unlikely pastor wife, and I'm so glad you're here today as we discuss the topic, and when I say we, I mean me, uh, when I discuss the topic, what it means to be a world changer and what that can look like in your everyday life, and are we all really called to do that? All right, here we go. Hey there, friends. It's Allison. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. And I am back in my closet, sitting on the floor like I always do with my podcast. It's awesome. Um, thank you if you are still here. I have so much going on, you guys. I'm, and I'm going to tell you about a little bit of it today. Uh, but I'm just, I do so good and with my podcast recording. And then I'm like, ah, stinking the ways. I got to get back to it. So I love doing it. It's uh, finding topics sometimes, you know, is always challenging. And I don't think I'm an expert on everything. So, you know, it's, just, it's a work in progress. I'm a work in progne- progress. Progress. I can't even talk. Um, excuse me today if I'm a little snotty. Uh, my allergies have been a little haywire. So excuse me if I'm sniffing, snorting all over the place. I do not edit these podcast. What you hear is what you get. And that's that. I will tell you this. I was at a real estate um, retreat a couple weeks ago because you guys know, if you don't know, now I'm going to tell you. Uh, my real job is that I'm a real estate agent. I love it. I switched that, you know, a year and a half ago. It's been great. Um, and I absolutely, I, I really do love it. Um, so I went to this real estate retreat and one of the speakers was talking about her podcast and how she, uh, does her podcast in her closet (laughs) with her phone. And I started cracking up and I was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly how I do my podcast. She's like, yeah, the closet's the best place to do it because your clothes are kind of like, you know, sound barriers. And I was like, yep, a hundred percent. And so she was just like, I don't have any fancy equipment. I just do it in my closet with my phone. And I was like, we are kindred spirits. So Jackie, if you're listening, um, she's awesome. Go listen to her podcast. She has, well, it's real estate related, but it's um, teachers who teachers in real estate or something like that. So go, go check her out. But she, she's awesome and she's funny and I really connected with her. So, um, okay. What's been going on with me, you guys? I, I feel like I have so many balls in the air, uh, which is totally fine with me. Someone was telling me the other day, they're like, Allison, you are, um, you know, you're an entrepreneur. And I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. They're like, no, you, you are. I'm like, no, I'm not. (laughs) And I was thinking about it and I thought, well, what does that mean? And I don't really know what, truly what it means, but I do like starting things that I have control of, um, that I kind of start from the ground up. And so I've, I've been in this like creation mode with a couple of things I'm working on over the last couple weeks. And I don't know if I'm ready to come out completely and, and tell the world about it. But one thing is that, um, I want to create content for, uh, businesses and particularly realtors and um, offer a service to them with that monthly. And so I'm working on that. Um, Obviously my podcast is something I work on. Um, I'm doing some social media managing for a couple different people. And then um, I obviously have my real estate business and I have a listing coming up. I have a listing closing soon, like next week. And so I just have, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a worship leader. Like I just got a lot of stuff going on. Oh, I'm in the process of creating some e-courses for people who want to learn how to use their social media to market themselves. I will say this, you guys, this is like such a long intro, but I, the one thing, uh, maybe there's a couple things, but one of the things that I actually appreciate about me coming out of the MLM world, again, this is not about MLMs, but of course it ties to that, is that I learned how to market myself. Um, and I taught myself that 
I taught myself how to use social media. I taught myself how to brand myself. I taught, I was like self-taught and I feel like I have value to bring to people um, that want to learn that. So I'm working on a couple of things right now that is going to um, be really good for, for people if they want to learn how to do that, if they want to learn how to use social media better, if they want to learn how to market themselves. So be on the lookout for that. <clears throat> I like to talk about it outwardly because, you know, once you kind of put it out there, I feel like it kind of brings a little bit of momentum. So anyhow, I'm going to take a sip of my water. There we go. And um, let's jump into today's topic. And the today's topic is world changer. Okay. Um, and this has been something that has been on my mind for a while now, probably a few years, actually maybe longer than that, is the whole like, oh, you are a world changer. My kids are world changers. Like all of this like big bold statements of like what we lay on people or what we lay on ourselves or what has been laid on us. And so, you know, when I was doing research for this and writing up my notes, which I might be all over the place, so bear with me. If you're, if you're still here after all these episodes, you're the true MVPs right now. But um, I realized that everyone really desires fulfillment. And, you know, I think that's ingrained in us to want to make a difference somewhere in our lives. Um, growing up in the church and even in circles, I recently left, you know, there was this our overarching goal of like being a world changer. And what does that mean? What does that look like? And that it was your calling to go out and change the world. And in my mind, it always meant doing grandiose things, you know, like going and being a missionary or going and speaking on grand stages or going and making a ton of money or being the CEO of a company or being the next, I don't know, freaking Bill Gates. I, I don't know. All right. But in my mind, that's what it equated to. And if that, if you, if that resonates with you, I would love to hear. Um, because that's, that's what it meant in my world or in my heart, in my mind, like you have to go do like these huge, massive things that are going to change, literally change the world you know, like a Billy Graham or an Elon Musk, an Elon, Elon Musk. Um, like that, that's kind of what you have in your mind, you know? So because of that, I feel like people become disillusioned. They become disenchanted, disappointed when their lives end up what they think is quote mundane compared to the vision that they had or what was told should happen. So it creates this world where what you are doing is never enough you're never satisfied. You're always thinking I should be doing bigger and better and grander and bolder um, things. And you become discontent. And that is something, again, in the last, I don't know, year and a half to maybe two years, two and a half years now that I have really been challenged in my own spirit of like discontentment, the comparison game, not being happy with what you have and always needing something different, better and more. Um, I mean, I, I've told people in my life, stop watching HGTV because it's making you discontent with what you have. <laughs> like how many of us watch those, those shows and we're like, oh, I want my kitchen to look like that. Oh, I want floors like that. Oh, my house sucks compared to that. You know, it's like, just stop watching HGTV. I stopped watching it a long time ago because I, I did really feel like I was becoming discontent with my, my house because of uh, HGTV. So I just stopped watching it. But anyways, that's a squirrel topic there for a second. Um, but this whole thing of world changing, it really can create this sense of what I'm doing is never enough. 
what I'm not, I'm not doing big things. And I've even seen people say like, you know, those that aren't doing big things will criticize those who are, or people who are doing small things will criticize those doing big things. And I'm just like, who are, who is anyone to say that what someone's doing is small? that they're not changing the world that they're in. And so, like I said, I was doing research for this podcast, you guys, and I had a really hard time finding any articles on this topic of being a world changer and, in my opinion, how it can be dangerous. And maybe it's something that not a lot of people have really thought critically about. And again, whoo, I almost fell over. I was un, un, I was uncrisscrossing applesauce with my legs and I almost fell over. That's awful. I would have bonked my head. I would have... Been lying here on the ground, needing someone to call nine one one, and it would all have been caught on my podcast. <laughs> mm. Oh, crazy life, crazy life. Um, I don't think it's something that people have really critically thought about. And again, like I said, as a teenager, I remember that being a world changer meant telling thousands of people about Jesus, or doing something extraordinary, or being a medical missionary, or standing on stages, being a CEO, starting a thriving and successful business, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I think, in my opinion, there are some real dangers in the world changer message. Like I see, I see people posting about their kids and they're like, look at my world changers. And I'm like, wait, but maybe your child is just called to be a really good employee at their job where they make a good living for their family. You know what I mean? Like where they're able to pay their bills and they have a nice, decent house and they have cars that are paid off. You know what I mean? Putting this pressure on ourselves. Now, this is the thing. I want you to understand. I'm not saying live in, live in complacency because there's a big difference between living with discontent, you know, and always striving for more and more and more and living a life of complacency. Like, I think we should be growing and all of that and not be lazy. However, I think there is a danger in putting this label of world changer on anyone and anything, and especially our kids, because then they're going to grow up and feel like they have to reach this certain level that was expected of them. Um, when maybe their life is absolutely, absolutely fantastic, but they feel like they're not measuring up. So that's a whole nother thing I could go on. But uh, I just remember growing up and, you know, you're told you could be the next Billy Graham or Steve Jobs or, uh, you know, now Elon Musk um, and the like. But the likelihood of that happening is actually very slim. Like you probably have a better chance of winning the lottery or maybe that is the same chances of winning the lottery. Um, and again, I, I don't think that you shouldn't work hard at whatever it is you do. All right. I do, however, think that we can feel that our life has very little significance if we aren't standing on stages, doing the big things, whatever those big things are. And if you can't see me right now, I'm using big things in quotes, you know, um, if you're not getting the recognition, if you're not making amazing life altering changes for the world around us. And that message is really, really dangerous. And honestly, I think grotesque, absolutely grotesque. Someone just came up to my door. Hopefully it's just the Amazon guy. Let's see. I think so. Sorry. My my phone just went bleep bleep because, you know. Oh, it is Amazon. Here comes Amazon. Here comes Amazon right down my driveway. <laughs> you guys, I'm a hot mess today. Anyways, let's get back to what we were talking about. We can get very trapped in the message of having very little significance in our life if, again, we aren't doing what the world thinks are grandiose things. Um, again, standing on stages, 
getting recognition, changing the world with some invention, curing cancer or whatever. It really fuels us with images of like prestige and acknowledgement um, when we envision these achievements. And what can happen is that I think we start desiring wealth, fame, pleasure, and all that, all those things, which again, those things aren't necessarily bad in and of themselves, but when it's attached to this like world changer message, I just think it can be so incredibly dangerous. And like, and like I mentioned, I could not find a lot about this and maybe it's because again, not a lot of people are talking about it. Maybe a lot of people don't feel the way I feel and that's totally fine. Uh, but I thought, you know, I really want to just touch this topic because maybe people, other people feel the same way. Um, or maybe I'm alone. I don't know. I don't know. That's why I'm putting it out there for the world. So, um, I had my friend Fern, Fernando, Fernando Correa. He is one of my favorite people in the world. Um, I met him in college and he's like one of those friends that sends you memes all the time or like reels on Instagram because he just like, we have the same humor and it's just hilarious. And so, uh, when I put this out there on my unlikely pastor wife, Instagram, I was like, Hey, world changers. What do you guys think of that messaging? And he, this is what he said to me. I'm going to quote it. He said, this is him saying this, say it again for the people in the back <laughs> in capital letters. I felt, Oh, by the way, he allowed me to say this. Okay. So if some of you are like, Oh my gosh, are you, did you get his permission? Yes, I did. All right. I am. Um, he said this, I felt for so long that after graduating from the college we graduated from, I was just finishing Bible college and had no ministry position opened. And honestly, I still didn't even know what I wanted to do. So I got a regular job. This is Fern speaking. And I found out I'm really good at sales and should have probably gone to school for something business related, but I had to be a world changer, a missionary or a pastor. It wasn't until years later that I came to terms that being a world changer really meant being a Christian to my coworkers and being a father figure for my niece and my nephew. He said, anyways, I'm not sure if that's what you're talking about, but it hit me. He nailed it on the head. He nailed it on the head, especially when you're younger. And I think even when you get into like your forties, I've had, you know, family members say to me, like, I'm this year's old and what have I done in life? And I'm like, well, you're an amazing this, you're an amazing that, you're an amazing person, you're an amazing friend, you're an amazing listener. I mean, like, because you haven't stood on stages or written books or any of that garbage, that does not mean that you are not significant in this world. And so I loved what Fern said when he said that. He's like, I learned and came to terms that being a world changer meant like just the very simple things, being a Christian to the people around me being a father figure to my niece and my nephew, that you are changing their worlds. Even though you're not standing on a stage, even though you're not writing books, even though you're not inventing some crazy thing, Fern is being a world changer in the world that he is in. And our world is huge. But the world we live in is much smaller. It's our family. It's our friends. It's our neighborhood. It's our church community, job, etc. I mean, maybe you're a stay-at-home mom and being a world changer means being a loving and caring mom who's nurturing her children well. Maybe that's what it is. You are a world changer. You are the change in the world that you live in right now. That is small, but that doesn't mean it's insignificant. Just because it's small doesn't mean it's insignificant. You know, what if you're a dad or a mom who works outside the home and it means being an active and present parent, even when you come home from a long day at work, I feel like moms are damned if you do and damned if you don't, because it's like, oh, you stay home. That must be so nice. Or, oh, you work. Oh, like who's raising your kids? Like moms can never, uh, poor moms. We just, 
that, you know, that's a whole other topic. I'm going to write that down. I just thought about that. I'm not going to go on that tangent yet because I'm going to do a podcast on that, but maybe it's holding babies in a nursery at church and allowing tired parents to attend service while they know their baby's taken care of. I know so many older people who, you know, we've said, oh, they really need help in the nursery. They're like, well, I've, I did my time when my kids were little. And I'm like, well, see, this is the thing. <laughs> we need people in the nursery, okay? And not parents who need a break and need to go refuel themselves, all right? Um, I just, I hate that mentality. It just drives me absolutely crazy. Um, but maybe, we're, you know, your world-changing thing, especially maybe now, maybe you're retired and you're like, what do I do with my life now? You know, I was doing X, Y, Z, and now I feel like I have no purpose or whatever. Maybe it literally is holding babies in the nursery at your church. Taking those babies, loving them for an hour. I mean, it's a stinking hour, you know, and um, giving the babies back. And those parents are like, you've just changed their world that day. You're being a world changer. No, you're not standing on a stage. Again, no, you're not writing books and doing all the things. But you're changing someone's world. And again, just because it's small doesn't mean it's, it's insignificant. Maybe it's greeting people at the door of your church when they walk in or being a youth volunteer or pouring into the next generation and helping change their world. Maybe it's being an honest employee who lives a life of integrity and is someone that the company can trust. Maybe it's being a listening ear to a friend who needs somebody to listen. Maybe it's working hard at two jobs to keep food on the table and roof over your heads. Maybe it's stewarding your finances well and living well within your means, not getting into debt and creating margin in your life so the stress of money isn't creating issues in your family and marriage. You guys, there are so many ways that we can change the world. So many ways that we can change the world you live in. Yes, we have, there's 8 billion people on earth or something like that. I think that's in my notes somewhere. There's 8 billion people. And if I'm wrong, correct me. I've been known to be wrong before. Um, and we look at this world change mentality of like, I got to go out there and like do amazing things. And it's like, well, maybe your very small things that you're doing in your home, in your church, in your business, in your job, in your volunteer work, maybe that is changing somebody's world. And so I wanted us to think differently about this world changer messaging that maybe some of you grew up with, maybe you hear it. Um, I think we need to flip the script a little and we need to say, being a world changer is maybe being a good steward of what you've been given, whether it's family, friends, finances, jobs, whatever it is, businesses, be a good steward of that. Let God use you in that. And that will change somebody's world. You don't have to stand on stages. You don't have to make a lot of money. You don't have to write books. You don't have to invent something. Literally, it's saying, God, where do you want me to change someone's world today? Maybe it's a smile at the grocery store. Maybe it's picking up the phone and praying for a friend who's going through a hard time. Maybe it's being a friend to someone who doesn't have friends. Maybe it's getting up from a table where people are talking about other people and you say, I'm not going to be a part of that. There are so many ways that you can change the world that doesn't require grandiose, crazy things, but literally just being a good steward of where God has you right now. That's all I have for you guys today. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the Unlikely Pastor Wife. On Instagram, you can always find me over there. 
If you still listen to my podcast after many, many months, I think we're in month nine now. You guys are the true MVPs. I appreciate you. I love you all. I love to hear your feedback and we will see you next time.